Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts end before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association. Voted the Todd Glass Show with number one. So welcome to the show. Oh, wow. (laughs) How are you? Did you have fun at the podcast festival? I feel like it, it wasn't as easy to hang this year as it had been. But it was so much fun. But they always tweak and nip and talk, and it was a lot of fun. It's a little overwhelming. Anyway, <laughs> but all good, and you're beautiful, all right? Um, so, you know what? I'm going to bring this up. So, two things. Please listen. It's very important, and aren't you nosy where you don't really want to... Fifteen second forward. Now you're like, what is he going to talk about? I don't. It's something. So the band. I wanted to really try to get a band for uh, the. Uh, it seems weird, and I say band. I mean keyboard and drums. And it docks on the twenty seventh in San Francisco. Docks Lab. There's keyboard. There's a piano there and drums. You don't even have to bring them. 
two shows Friday night. Email me at Todd Glass Comedy at Gmail and say, yeah, I, and I, you have to be both. Or no, you know, I don't want, like, sometimes a drummer will call, hey, I'm, I'm a drummer, but, like, I want the drummer to know the keyboard, or the keyboard knows the drummer, like, you two know each other, you find each other. Sometimes a drummer will say, I, I could find a keyboard guy, and then they email me and go, yeah, I got it. Make sure they're good. But they don't have to be great. I like that they're nice. So anyway, that's that at Doc's Lab. But then again, be patient. Come on, please. And by the way, Melrose is going to be the the biggest coolest thing the what it's everything I want at the Melrose Improv in the lab the first through the fourth of November and then another night on the tenth and all the times are up there at the Improv website but it's going to be awesome with the whole band from the Netflix special I'm really looking forward to it it's going to be and cool opening acts every night coming out do 15 minutes the band plays it's going to be Fucking amazing. Guaranteed. All right. I'll see you at the DC Improv, by the way. The end of November. Right on in the beginning of December. All right, that's it. There was one more place I, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going way early. February, I'm going to be at the Comedy Works in Denver. And I need what I just said for there. But it's like four or five nights. But if that's interesting, yeah, it's February... 14th through the 18th. The comedy works in Denver. Keyboard drums, you got to bring it. Keyboard drums. We do a little rehearsal about two hours before the first show. That's all it takes. I talk to you on the phone. No one's ever had trouble doing it if it makes you feel any better. One guy did. Anyway, um, so that's it. I need it at the Vermont Comedy Club, the 8th through the uh, 10th of February. Same thing, drums and keyboard. If you're like a sick, good guitar player, like some can pull it off, but it's a little hard. You know what? I'm going to say no. Piano and drums. All right, that's it. What else? Oh, maybe this is a job for Danny Robbins. Ezra, we're going to talk about what... Uh, it's absurd. We're going to talk about it on the show because I haven't showed it to the other guys yet. He sent something in the mail, him and his wife... And I'm, I'm going to show it in real time to, the, to everybody in the studio next week. I'm going to just un, unveil it in there in front of everybody. Right after we get some fresh air. It's dangerous what I'm going to show them to George Carlin. Dangerous in a, in a uh, oh, how do I say it? You'll, you'll know that I didn't misuse the word. <clears throat> Not dangerous like anyone's going to lose their life. All right. Well, I think that's it. Um, oh, so, well, people are on the patio before that show. I think this is a cry for Danny Robbins. I wanted to call it the John Mulaney uh, Todd Glass walking music, and it's What's New Pussycat, like 10, 11, 12 versions. Some could be instrumental. Just pick 10, 11, 12, whatever it is. Some can be instrumental. Some have words. Most should have words probably with that song, I guess. But I don't know. I bet there's some cool instrumentals. And then... The same amount of these boots are made for walking. Maybe 10 of each, maybe 15 of each. But so there's like no space in between. Once it plays, maybe there's like a second, two seconds, but then it goes right into the next song. Wow. And then it'll have your name on it. It'll be called the Danny Robbins, Todd Glass, John Mulaney, 
patio music for the live event. The event of a lifetime. Well, it's going to be great. All right. There, I got a band already, but... Danny, please help. All right, you're great. The podcast festival, there's going to be things you don't understand. And I sometimes I really do, I think, why, remember that for next year. But um, you'll get the gist of it. It was a lot of fun. It was chaotic. James Adomian is like out of his goddamn mind in a very beautiful, great way that I love. Like I love Eddie Pepitone. Roy Scoville, I used to be friends with. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's it. All right. Joe McKenzie, you're great. And uh, goodbye. Enjoy the show. Now entering Nerdist.com. Five guys with instruments. Take, give me a thump, Eric. Give me a thump, Eric. All the guys. Hold the band. Hold the band. Wow. Talk about making a fucking meal out of it. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Are these bits we don't talk about before the show that you've decided to do? Nothing like pissing me off right before I get out there. I have every right to turn, every, turn around right now and go home. All right, listen. For, <laughs> I'm so glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Who's that walking out there? Is that John Byrne Wagner's going over to the board for some reason? Sure, he gets a nice round of applause. Look at him. Joe McKinnon, along with your, the band tonight. First of all, you know what? I'm in such a good mood. The whole room is perfect. Let's make this perfect. Let's make it special. Let's, we'll do it up, right? Like, remember, I, I, I always get paranoid. There's someone that went, oh, I heard this podcast might be funny. Let's go see it. I want you to have fun, but you smile if you're looking at me. <laughs> Even if you're not having fun is what I'm saying. If I make eye contact with you, fucking light up like you're having a great time. And they'll never know. And I'll never question you either, you know? Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you for coming, and uh, it's showtime. Crank it up. Sure, I start big. Sure. Aristotle, ladies and gentlemen. Sure, I put him in a podium. It's a real show. Look at those guys. Wow. How you doing, Stutz? Sure, I, I do a big show. People are going to drive down. You put people... You don't even have to clap. That's how professional I am. Clap if you want. Look, I fill the whole room with band. We do it fucking right. People drive. They come to see a show. Make it feel like something's about to fucking happen. Wow. Let these guys wail in your face for a little while. 
the background noise from you guys, like more like, hey, hey, hey. That's the way it should be, right? Stop, 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 stop. Hold the band, hold the band, hold the Huh? Sure, I have a post-it. Because I keep people, from the minute the people sit down, I want them to, I don't like people go, oh yeah, we're going to do a show. I, you know, I, I'll, I'll grab you by your throat, I'll choke you to death. That's how much fun you're going to have. I'm always attentive to every single person in the room. I want it all to go great. Wow, let me bow. Here we go. Hey. Thank you, huh? So anyway, I'm going to go sit over there. I feel great. And uh, wow, that was a big opening. Oh, I was going to say, I like the hey, hey, hey more. Like, really? Tomorrow, like, I want to show you what happens after, and then I'm going to come over there and I'm going to sit down. I want to show you what happens from, like, one little rehearsal note to then, that, and then they do it. They're great. They just tell them. They're like, yeah, we know what you mean, and they always fucking do. But don't think we've done this before. Really turn up the, hey, hey, all the background noise. Maybe some uh, sirens, you know? We're going to do it up big, so let's uh, play it again. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, and really, guys, like, teach me a lesson. Like... <laughs> It's a good expression, isn't it? It's like, oh, yeah, one night I'm just going to fucking do it so much. And that's the night I like it. So, how you doing? I do crowd work with the people that I know. <laughs> what do you, that way I have jokes. <laughs> I do positive crowd work. Thank you. Who was that? You or you? Whoever didn't do it, you're fired. No, I run a tight show. <laughs> you're the girl from David Letterman. <laughs> that was good. I thought you guys, I gave you an A-plus for the rim shot. D minus for the acknowledgement of, not that, my joke. You're the lady from David Letterman. I mean, come on. <laughs> All right, here we go. It's showtime. May pretend it's you're at a club. Here we go. This is what you're watching. You didn't see. Stop. Stop. I don't, I, and then I'm going to sit down, because this is a podcast. If I don't sit down, we could get sued. No, because they're like, well, you're standing up. That's Saturday night. I thought a podcast, you sat at the table. I get to the table. But um, that, was, uh, that was nice. I really liked it. Okay. Oh, there was something I was going to say, but I couldn't remember, so I acted like I was just ending with a compliment. <laughs> they're like, I'll tell you the thing with the hoe with the hoe. I'll tell you your mother's not too great either. But your father, he's not such a Christ. All right. Wow. No mic stands. But you don't even know which way to do the bit, do you? Is it good or bad? They're like, well, how about you go fancy? Like, oh, we have handheld mics. Oh, do it again. Well, look at this. There's no mic stands. Oh, that's so wow. Well, no, that's not. Woo, I don't. Turn your that. phone off, man. Put it away. Whoa, holy Treat shit. yourself. Oh, hello? Well, I don't even think that's a brag. I was complaining, and now you've turned it... Monopoly guy. I don't know how... That just seems... I mean, it's one thing to... I mean, that's not even... I just think you guys... You know what I think, guys? I think no matter what I say, you guys are going to do that bit. Yeah. Oh, it's so fancy. You're not even making any sense. Huh? So Fun, right? 
That's how I like to ask the crowd. Fun, right? Well, because you have to tell someone, if you didn't enjoy that, you know what's funny? I have a fake person I make up in my act at clubs and podcast festivals that isn't enjoying it. And I tend to them all night long. So it's a, it's a great illness, if you, at best. <laughs> okay. You know, and I think people know what I mean. We do that even if you don't do stand-up or you don't have a podcast. We, I think we, you do it at the office. Isn't that where you people uh, work? At offices? <laughs> uh, shit. Wow. Thank you. Thank you or him. You. Thank you. And what do you do? You just think, uh, I don't want to be insult Aristotle. <laughs> I don't want to be the guy who insults the bands or insults anybody, because that's not, I want to be nice. You know, why can't I say, you guys do a great job. You're pure joy to hang out with. Why can't I compliment people? And that's funny. You know, like, your glasses are nice. There you go. Yeah, that's funny. People don't fucking know. You don't have to be mean. You don't have to be a dick to uh, the audience. So um, there's that. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'd like to uh, start. Look at you. You're adorable. Did anyone ever tell you that? Is that, no, is that a bad thing? Adorable. Really? Yeah. You're like, does he, does he just say that to every crowd? No. Last night, and I know you're going to think, I won't even tell you because you know you, they're going to think it's mean, so I won't even tell them. No, I don't. Todd, tell no, I got so much to get hear, to tonight. They got to hear no, 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 what you no, no, got, no. What, Listen, what you have it's going to come off mean. So anyway, here's them. what we're going to do tonight. Them. I got so much Todd, to get. Todd, tell them. Well, I feel like you're, last night, it's going to come off mean. There was a crowd. I told them how ugly they were for an hour. So, <laughs> if. I knew, see, I knew it, I knew it. Nah, see, once you think the way you, you know. So anyway, uh, can we? We'd like to start the show, uh, ladies and gentlemen, with this. Controversial. Now it didn't work. <laughs> right afterward, when it all went over. Now you're so. And I and I want you to know, Michael. Is that Michael or that is a uh, uh, Fred? It's all fun. You did a great job. You're both wonderful. Seriously. <laughs> See, I'm nice. I can't. I'm sick of it. I'm, I'm so sick of being nice. No, it's fun. Um, it is fun. What, what do you, what's the, uh, tell me, who's going to talk me out of it? You know, have you tried being a dick to everybody? It's fun. Todd. Yes. You got to use your microphone. Thank you very much. Who, who, it's a podcast. 
Who, who is that? It's a real show. Oh, thank you. Oh, is that Aristotle? It's oh my God, I thought you were in a... By the way, I, I would normally I have the mic in a mic stand, but we don't have mic stands anymore. Oh, we're so fancy. We don't have mic stands. Now I feel anymore. like that's just going backwards. Now. It's not even a professional show. If we're gonna. Seems like we're just stretching, and we don't have a guest. Right, here's what I want to do, guys. Stop, 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 stop. You're out of control. What I want to do is I just want to bring out. I have. No, I want to be paced tonight because there's a great after party. I know you waited too. You know, there's so many things I have to bring up before me to be able to sleep good at night. That's a good one to bring up, isn't it? You're like, yeah, he should have brought that up, and I am. You kept seven, then eight, and you're still here. God bless you. Makes me really want to turn it up for you people. You know what? Fuck them son of a bitches that left. What if I go right to the negative? Who the fuck are they? I hope they. Don't get into a car accident where anybody gets hurt, but where they get scared shitless. Maybe a little shit comes out of their ass. That's what I have hoping. They couldn't come in and wait. But Todd, we're here and we're in a great mood. Um, so thank you for telling me to use the mic. So how long have we done so far? Since we came out, how long has it been? Does anybody know? Oof, that's professional. Oh, I'm, hope, I'm glad that, uh, eh, whatever. <laughs> I couldn't think of a good joke. If I was you in a situation where I needed help, I, for, you know, I wouldn't want to, like, you know, oof, you know, like, if there's an earthquake and you get nervous, the building starts collapsing, he's like, oof, 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 oh, that's, I think I could have, isn't it funny you feel better if there's an earthquake, you're, if you're with somebody, what are they going to fucking do? I won't sleep with my back door open in my house, there's, in my room, I won't open the two doors, not to brag, but I have French windows. Whoa. You have French windows in your house. Why is it such a big deal? Eric has French windows at his house. Eric has French windows at his house. He is so full of shit. So fucking full of shit. You do too. Do you not have French windows in your kitchen? Oh yeah, in the kitchen. Right. No, he doesn't. So um. Yeah, so oof, thank you. <laughs> I had asked him what I was talking about just to make that last joke. Anyway, what was I talking about? Because you said oof, and I go, oof. Put a button on it. Thank you, thank you. We know who's better. Oh. I'll tell you what the who the who. Come on, mama. All right, so thank you for us. It sounds so, I don't want to sound desperate, like thanks for sticking around, but. Yeah, sometimes you, there had to be some people in here going, should we stay? And you, you're here. And that is why, ladies and gentlemen, I guarantee the show's going to be fun. I put a guarantee on all my shows now. Money back guarantee. <laughs> Money back. <laughs> you, have to, you really make a meal out of it. It's my favorite thing to say. It means, we don't know what it means, but I love the way it sounds. You really have to make a fucking meal about it. It's how musicians talk about each other behind their back. And you know how I know that? Because, see the guy with the glasses? That's Joe McKenzie. He goes, oh, fucking... Yeah, that's, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we shouldn't just plow past that. Joe, you're right, I was gonna plow past it, and it was, and it was disrespectful of me. It's, without you, I wouldn't wanna get up. The best way to wake up is with one of your jingles. Other than that, I thought about, I don't like, uh, it's not that great life, unless I have a jingle. <laughs> hey, that's a great idea, make jingles for people that can't afford their own jingles, and we'll charge them for them. I thought that was funny. We'll make jingles for people that can't afford jingles and then we'll charge people for them. But stop playing. It's, you're making like a mockery of, what is that? It's a jingle for Joe. Can't hear it. Who made that? It's shitty and I want my money back. Even if I didn't pay for it, I'd like them to send me money as an apology. 
And then I think that's uh, Zach from Minneapolis. He, he doesn't, he, I appreciate it, but he sends them the volume, the music. You know what? Keep your fucking shitty jingles. And I've told him to his face. <laughs> I know him very well, so he's laughing. You're like, guys, you're, you're like, Todd is really a dick. No. He is uh, on a Make-A-Wish, uh, he's a Make-A-Wish person, and he wants to have his jingles played on the show. But he said, I want to know the truth, if they're good or not. So you people didn't like it, and he hears it now because he listens to the podcast. <laughs> no, I only butted in because you didn't look like you were enjoying it. I, I, I love playing that one. That's one of the best ones. What happens with your jokes? They can really end up hurting people. Um, <laughs> All right, so we got all that out of the way. That's Joe McKinsey, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and, and we'll talk to you later. Aaron, oh, before we bring out James, and we will in about two minutes, uh, that's Aaron Simon. Aaron Simon used to listen to the show. He's all the way in the back. Wave your hand. He's got a beard. He's got the curly hair. And he used to listen to the show, and he emailed us when if he Aaron could help Simon out. This is his life story. Sits comfortably in the shade to hear Todd Glass under the cardboard. Where's the volume? He used to lay out there in a hammock. Lay Mom, shut up. I'm listening to the Todd Glass Sounds show. He's like hip and young. Have his hands under in a the carport. He's he has a carport a and a Subaru. Nice, right? Ping pong tables, for real. Who the fuck is this kid? Faded out. And his parents donated to the show once, but not that much. I was a little let down. No, I thought they got a carport, a Subaru. They have another Mercedes, like SUV. 50 bucks? That's cheap, and I hope they hear this. Um... <laughs> And now I went to his house for Hanukkah. It was so, I went to his house last year. He invited me for Hanukkah. They have 25 seated people. And before I got nervous, so Keith, uh, I asked Keith if he'd go with me. Keith Blumbard, are you here? Well, I knew he wouldn't. If he couldn't be in the band, I knew he'd leave. Boo! Boo, Keith. Fuck Keith. Fuck Keith. Fuck Keith. Fuck Keith. Fuck Keith. Come on, guys. He's my friend. Come on. I won't have it. I won't have it. Stop, stop, stop it. Oh, are you the little loud? Are you the manager of the festival? Excuse me? Are you the manager of the festival? Manager of a festival, some mid-level asshole? No, my name is Ron Biltmore. Oh, this is embarrassing. You know we're I don't mean to be disrespectful, Mr. Biltmore, but Ronald Biltmore. No, do not play for him. This is, he's, he's interrupting our show. This is what he wants you to play for him. Ronald Biltmore. Ronnie Biltmore. Ronnie Biltmore. This is embarrassing. Ronnie Biltmore. Ronnie Biltmore. Seriously, I have no control over this. This is the worst thing in the world. You're ruining my show, sir. Way too loud. James, suck. Uh, no, you're not James. 
Wow. You're goddamn right I'm not fucking James, huh? You see that kind of traction? It's, it's, you're not in good enough shape. It's still funny when you take your shirt off, so you're okay. You know what I mean? If you were in too good a shape, it's like, you're fine. It's funny it's enough. No, like, this is enough a of a joke. No, no, you're good. It's still like, nah, you know. Like, that's a compliment because the other would be like if you had, like, you were ripped and you took off your shirt, uh, then it's like, that's not fucking funny. But that's, that's cool. funny. It's right in the middle. It's right in the middle. Right in the perfect. Right, right in the perfect. You know I mean? It's not like we're, it's, you also look like, you know, maybe it's, if you didn't, like, if you went sick crazy for a week, what, what am I talking about here? Am I being mean? You're kind of being an asshole. <laughs> you know what? Well, sure. You know what? There's a kid in the back from the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and he wanted me to do that joke, and I told him it came off mean-spirited. So it was mean-spirited, okay? So now do you understand why I don't just do your jokes? Yeah, I mean, sometimes the Make-A-Wish kids are a little pushy. You they know can what I mean? be a little pushy. They can be a little pushy sometimes, and I've met some of them. Well, that's the problem is because they probably got participation trophies when they were younger. Anyway, no, they're horrible. They hurt people. All right. Just real, I had one real quick thing. Yeah, and then we're going to bring out our guests. Yeah, you got to bring out your guests, okay? You're fine. Ronnie Biltmore. Ronnie Biltmore. Ronnie Biltmore. Ronnie Biltmore. Ronnie Biltmore. Ronnie Biltmore, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, first of all, before we bring out the guests, I want to say this. That is Ronnie Biltmore. He owns the club and I, the hotel. That was, that's what he wants to do, probably. He wants to be like some act where he travels around and he interrupts the podcast festival. Ladies and gentlemen, this, this isn't even... See that, what you just saw, everything up till now? And this is when the other podcasts get jealous. If you're like, that was not... That was okay. That was a cold opening. Now we introduce our guest, James Adomian, ladies and gentlemen. Where is he? That's right. James Adomian is here. He's on the top class show for all of us to hear. Can we get a round of applause? Come on now. Give it up. For James, just because. Oh, Thank you. That's All right. James. All righty. Well, anyway, so what I'd like to do? Oh, he's he's our guest next week, by the way. I want to I want to introduce you. I want to introduce you to also because this is the first live event with John Byrne Wagner. John Byrne Wagner to George Cohen. One of the best things that ever happened to this podcast. But when you see it at a live event, I want you to know there's a story behind this young man. And to George Carlin, it's true. John Brand Wagner, he's from Lawrence, Kansas, started comedy at the age of 20 in Kansas City. At Stanford and Sons, you know he was working at Jason's Deli. And he left community college to start comedy. He watched the movie Step Brothers over and over and over and over some more. There's a twist. I plot. mean, it was a funny movie after all. And then something happened that changed it all. He heard Todd Glass call for a new soundboard person on his podcast. And he looked up to the sky and he put his fist 
to his hips and the clouds broke and the sunbeam shot down on him and it was like opening his eyes for the first time or maybe it was like winning the lottery this is my impression of baby jerry seinfeld what's the deal with my food being airplanes James Adomian, ladies and gentlemen. I get it. The I whole get thing it. Was a faker. Why are the mics? Why are, are the mics on? It's no, a sound a thing. Did it's a real show. Myself? It's very complicated. I get it. No, no. Why? Well, well, it's not you that. Know, it's is your technical. mic on? I don't know. Yeah, no. Probably not. All right. Let's turn his. Let's turn it's, all the mics on. on. Hold it's on. on. Let's you turn the tell. mics on. All the lights should be off. And if we could turn the exit signs, all of the exit signs are actually entrance signs. People are coming in. If you got to exit, you got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm a good person. Honestly, I am. Shut the fuck up! You know, I, I'll take it. But I think it's so... Can I tell you something? I've said it before. I don't... I, I try to... I, I, it's like very... Honestly, 99% uh, of the time, I'm right. I have tried to change. Nine out of ten. 99% of the time. As a 28-year-old guy. Well, yeah. <laughs> no. well, now I want to see, is his mic on? Is his mic on? Hello? Okay. Yeah. Is, is Aristotle's mic on? Am I on? Am I Let's on? Turn it up. Give him some juice. Woo! If these guys don't have their mics loud, you know what they do? They complain. So I just want you to know. No, I they'll be like, complain. yeah, what the hell? Your mic's nice and hot, but they would never turn our mics up. I want their mics to be as good as my mic. Well, that's because I'm a fair person. Um, That's right. He hot. sleeps in the tents with all the men in the army. He eats the same food that they Edit do. that out. He's like George Washington. <laughs> Seriously. That's he lost great. every battle except that. He's like George Edit Washington. Edit it in. Edit it out again. Edit it out. Edit it in. Edit all right, James. it out again. All right, my mic is good. Can I tell you I'm revving high? <laughs> uh, um... <laughs> But I'm going to try to just try to take a deep... What are you doing? I'm just messing with things. Well, it's, it's, it's not my favorite thing. No. <laughs> uh, but I love you, so it's Look, all you're good. you're disgusting. There you go. Do you want that? Oh, how do you like it, huh? Ah! Honestly, think, it feels you, good, and I understand. You think that's how I did it to the audience? Is it that bright, folks? Because look how... Okay, first of all, that's good to know, and I will gel it more. But look how much... Just look. Look, look ma'am. <laughs> Guys, when did you do... Oh, you don't know me? Who's, who knows me that's deciding to yell out? Who Hold on a second. And honestly, I planned for this. Hold on a second. You do this and make sure... You know what? Play the song that when something goes horribly wrong and the audience is not fucked up. Ma'am, if you don't want to be here, then clap up into the chandelier. Honestly, I'm a good person. I've only ever shined this... I lighted someone at the speed of fucking light. Wow. Well... It should have gotten a laugh. It should have. I don't like to start, hold on, let me, sometimes you know what I do, I turn all the bells and whistles off, turn all the music off, and I just What's take a, left on the podcast then? I, Ronnie Biltmore! Hey! Ronnie Biltmore! 
Ronnie Biltmore, his great-grandfather... Ronnie, tell the story, Ronnie. His, his great-grandfather founded the Biltmore That's your great-grandfather was Ronnie Biltmore, right? So he's, right? The, he's the, the, the heir to the fortune. Yeah, and you don't do much around here, do you? Well, you know, the old man gave me the building, and I just thought I'm going to have a lot of parties here, you know what I mean? I have a couple of weddings to feed, feed the thing, and then I just go down to the fishbowl, and boom, you know what I mean? I would never want to do a, a wedding planner. I would, you know, I like to create a cool space, but I could never be a wedding planner. If someone goes, oh, we want the lights a little brighter than they said you wanted them. Oh, do you? Then get someone else to fucking put your wedding together. You, you and your fucking bright lights. I hope your wedding sucks. Most divorces, uh, most marriages end, 50% of them in divorce, and when the lights are bright at the wedding, more. Yeah. <laughs> the filament was off 20%. Fuck your matrimony. Right. James. Why are you so controversial? Sorry, I'm trying to beef up my show a little. <laughs> it's take, been, I'm waiting to ask this question. <laughs> <laughs> Why, thank you, Todd. I came on to your serious discussion affairs program Listen, to talk about my new book, I, I get Why right America is Wrong and Soviet Russia is Right. <laughs> I'm a man of letters. Are you mad? Can I tell them about why you're mad at Am me? Am I still this asshole? <laughs> no, no. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, I'd like that for a little while. Fine, longer. why not? I smoke on the set of most television shows. <laughs> still? Even Should in 2017? I, that's why they always push me out before it airs. There's someone out there still. I was supposed to be on Ellen yesterday. It never aired because I was smoking. Thank you. Who's this? Who's that? Oh, they're making their choice? You know what? Why do I have to point it out? You know what? Seriously. At the, at the top of the show, Todd was like, James, enter through the crowd. And it wasn't that hard because of all the empty seats. Oh. <laughs> no, it's fine. That's beautiful. That's okay. Uh, but you came to my defense. Thank you, because it was quite a fucking blow he tried to jab at me. Thank you. What also, do you think as a crowd? Can I ask you a question so I know I, I want to say ask you a nice, honest question? I never ask this to an audience. Like, you just, just, you can yell it out. As a, as a whole, let me just ask you, and I want you to be very honest. Honestly, with you. seriously. To George Garland. <laughs> Honestly, seriously. How do you think? Do you think I should get better underpants? <laughs> no, I, I shouldn't do it. I have a sickness, and I don't. I, I want to know what the gauge of the room is, and I'm not positive. You're, you're, but I don't want you to feel you have to go. Yay! Just by head nods. Are you having fun? <laughs> what did I say? Ice now. See, okay. that's what scares me. That that didn't get a laugh, but that did. And that didn't again. And this guy's, uh, hello. See, not, I don't have to be negative. It's funny you go right to, this guy's what? Coming back as polite as he could, and he jumped into his chair, and you're beautiful. See? If I get a rim shot, I could have made that funny. But instead... Todd, none of these guy, people are here from PodFest. These are people who are just staying at the hotel, and you were being so loud. They came down. You, you can't sleep. People are, their, their rooms are right above this room. Can you imagine? And then if you were that, you'd be the best audience in the, for, to just stumble upon this. I was like, sleeping in the California suite. <laughs> and I came down here with rollers in my hair and found this drum set. <laughs> yes, I'm a man with rollers in my hair. What the problem? 
<laughs> in this modern swinging world, they don't want to dance with you at the discotheque unless do, you've got the, curly feathered hair. Do uh, that. It's it's basically from. Uh, you know, uh, 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 Walter Matthau, but that character's been done in that area. He's always trying to check into a hotel, you know. Just give me a few of those. Like, he's, he's at a front desk at a hotel. He's just been through a horrible situation. He's trying to explain. There's eight ways to do it, but I don't care which can way I get a Neil? Can I get a Neil Simon movie-esque sting, like the Walter Matthau character is walking to the or front desk? Do you have desk? something? Do you want to try something? <laughs> something like that. No. Well, try it again. Put some re. Hey, Mike. In the I want to check in with Mike. Are you in, are you in a good mood? Like I was teasing you, but are you still in good spirits? Aww. <laughs> Thank you. Could you put a little reverb in his guitar, if you know what I mean? Well, you know what? Turn the accent up a little. I think it sounds better. Like I travel with people with accents. Okay. Ring, ring. Excuse me, ma'am. Why is it? <laughs> I may look like a psychological wreck who's got fish coming out of his pockets, but I assure you, I'm a husband on the last leg with a daughter about to be married to Grand Central Station. I'm locked out of my room, and I don't know if I want to go back. <laughs> And the joke is, He's the got, joke is the timing, the get, timing, it's the timing where back in this 1968, it would have gotten a big laugh, but you're watching the movie today and you're like, uh-huh, where's the joke? Yeah. Do a, get, going to the bar mitzvah, you're trying to get to your niece's bar mitzvah. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Please. Bling, 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 bling. Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> It's visual for the if people who If you could direct me to the Berkowitz Bar Mitzvah, I'm a circus clown who's replaced his makeup with a drinking problem. <laughs> First I was afraid I was petrified I kept thinking how could I ever live without you by my side And then I spent so many nights Feeling lonely by myself Come on, you know it! was great you know that was so beautiful wow you really committed thank you god gloria gainer is in the back of the room she's weeping oh. that's what she tried to do so many years ago with that song but but the technology wasn't there 
Wow. You're so she, on fire So tonight. she had to have these killer lyrics. I should have changed the doo-doo-doo. You can end with a song tonight. Would I you do, do, we, we do a Creedence Clearwater to say goodbye Yeah, we can tonight? do that. I want to do Todd Glass. I want to do um, uh, Tom Likas uh, as, the other, as the guy she's talking to in that song. <laughs> First I was afraid. Listen, dear, you've got a lot to be afraid of coming up. I was petrified. You're like a forest. You're so cold. I kept thinking, how can I ever live without you by my side? There's no way! You are a shrill, shrieking shrew. And then I spent so many nights. Little, little whore. <laughs> Just because he spent feeling lonely by myself. I don't care. Um, Tom, I'm, I'm staying at the Biltmore Hotel. You, are you dear? Are you wet? Hello. Uh, I, I, I love my girlfriend. We, we, she, we just both fell in love very early in life. You are gay. Well, <laughs> a real man never loves a woman. A real man oh. never oh. loves a woman. Tom, why do you... Hold on, I would do a better voice. Thank you. For the people at home, the audience uh, told me to use the phone, and I'm glad they're here. Turn down your radio, son. Oh. Can you turn this up, Mike? Hello? Tom, oh, what's up? Hello, Tom? Hello. Yeah, you're a little, 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 little. Why do you hate women so much? I don't hate women. I love women. As long as they're doing exactly what I want them to do. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, Tom, thanks a lot. Love you, baby. You sound like you're about to crash a truck. <laughs> I'm Tom, I like you. I'm going to take you out, Princess Diana. Oh, Tom. I love it, baby. We'll see you at the festival. Stop it. All, all sound effects cease. <laughs> well, it's good to see you. Thanks, old pal. I'm not afraid to do serious interviews. That's why a lot of the other podcasts are... Uh, jealous because they go, oh, now he can just do straight on interviews. I heard you got Barack Obama as a guest on your podcast. No, but I'll get Barack Mama. <laughs> Good one. You piece of shit. You told me that would kill. I can't believe it. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. We have a new a drummer. His name is Eric. And I'm going to tell you what. This is a true story to George Carlin. To George Carlin, why I want to bring uh, Eric on the road, because we had a drummer, to George Carlin, I said, put jelly beans in your pants, and he knows who he is, I hope, because he was, he was a nice guy other than this. I said, put jelly beans in your pants, and then, you know, when I look over, we'll all start eating jelly beans, you know, out of nowhere, like, during, after one of my jokes. Hey, everyone, it's jelly bean time. He goes, I feel funny about putting jelly bean in my pants. I'm like, what? Yes, I get the ridiculousness of it. Like, well, I'm asking a guy to put jelly beans in his pants, but he should have, and I never used them again. This and this guy does not mind putting jelly bean in his pants, and he's been a pleasure to work with. Excuse me, Why, Where did I lose you on that? Was it to George Garland? Because it was a true story, but I just thought it was so... I just climbed down from the 12th floor of this hotel with jelly beans in my pants. <laughs> because you have, a, 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 you have a bellboy who's gotten it into his head that a vanilla-flavored fun night is something he needs to force on his hotel guests. Now, if this is the Biltmore, I'm Jackie Kennedy. <laughs> James just poured water over his head. I do that for the people at home that listen. It was Very beer. professional. 
Do you think I'm a good host? Uh, by the way, I'm going straight from the show to LAX to get on a flight. <laughs> Wait, aren't you going somewhere tomorrow? Uh, well, yeah. I don't like my voice. Aren't you going somewhere tomorrow? I'm going to New York City. <laughs> Did you know Whoa. Pardon me, pardon me, ladies and gentlemen. Is it true that he's going to New York City? What if I get pulled over and the guy's like, you smell like alcohol? I swear to God, I poured it on myself. (laughs) There were arguably a hundred people there, sir. Okay, listen, I gotta make, I gotta, uh, 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 I guess that doesn't sound too bright. Why did somebody cross this out? Uh, Steve Feinart said, ask him to do this impersonation. Because he didn't want Oh, you don't want to do it? What? I'll do anything you want. No, no. What's happening backstage? Are you arguing with the producers of my show? Look. They're the same ones from Dr. Phil. Look, it's the same thing that the Smothers Brothers went through. The network is cracking down on the Todd Glass show. <laughs> he's been battling the network because he's at, for the Vietnam War, and they're all against it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know enough I to, think to participate in that bit, like about jingles. Are, we all, are you mad because we all do impersonations? What do you want? Well, we do Dr. Phil. Watch. Everyone do Dr. Phil. Show him. Go, oh, well, I'm trying to say. With your relationship. Yeah. Oh, you are. a hard time. You are. You need my, help. This could, be a, me. this could be my mustache. Bringing so you on. Do Bernie Sanders. I show him. He's mad. Can. Watch this. One percent. One percent of the two percent. One percent of the two percent. One percent. So take all the money. One percent of the two percent. government. I understand that my ideas have traction among the young people of podcasting community. But I think if you are looking at the top one percent of the top two percent of the top one percent of the top ten percent. I am very close to an orgasm. <laughs> you know, when you first did it, here's how out of politics, I didn't know anything. When you first did Bernie Sanders, I didn't know who it was. I made him up. <laughs> I made him up, and then look, they, look, it, look, I believe in the power of now. I think it helps the joke. I think it helps the joke. The ratchet. So good, you made him up. So uh, I didn't know who it was, and then, uh, and, then I, and then I thought, how much of an exaggeration was it? Yeah, I... you'd think Bernie would return my calls. I turned Todd Glass onto him, for God's sake. <laughs> Todd, I know you donated 50 cents to his campaign. He's I very, did. very grateful. <laughs> it cost more money the way, for them to open the envelope I than it did for you to write the check. I did donate. I don't, you know, it's usually just a pain in the ass donating. So, you know... But I did donate, and I, got, and I voted, only for the second time in my entire life. Not that I'm proud. The first time, it was for Nixon. First time, it was for Nixon. Why do you have to? When I, I was still dead when Nixon was born. <laughs> born. It's <laughs> the way you sound younger than you are. Well, I guess, oh, he said born. Well, I guess that's true. Um, yeah, Nixon was born before I was. Excuse me, ma'am. Does this Amtrak get off at anywhere else? Aristotle, can you put that in front of your face so it looks like you're in the booth, please? I'm sorry. Can, is that okay to hold it up? I don't know. I feel like people can't see it. So no, can you I, hold you know, it up, I really though? Want, I really want people no, no, no. to see No, no, no. Can you it, hold you know? it up? Like, sit That's down. Me. Sit down Here's and hold Aristotle. it up. Hold on. And hold it up hold in on. front of you. See, right here. It's easier for people to see, right? You can read that. Oh, that's uh, the owner hey, of the hotel. I got a podcast shirt, courtesy of uh, the, uh, the, Mr. Biltmore. Mr. Biltmore. <laughs> L.A. Podcast Festival. 
October 6th through 8th at the historic Millennium Biltmore Hotel in L.A. It's the L.A. Podcast Festival, October 6th through 8th. The historic Millennium Biltmore Hotel in L.A. Featuring the Birdcast, my favorite murder, Douglas movies, Walk in the Room, and the doll of Jackie Lowry. Are there any L.A. podcast trousers or socks that I could get? Uh, yeah, we have a uh, L.A. podcast, a fanny pack, we have thermal underwear. Yes, yes, something I can go hiking and sleep out in the woods. Yeah, we have Graham Elwood, welcome back. Yeah, I do the jingles. All right, I feel like this show, I feel like, is everything all right with you? What? Is it, I feel like the craziest people show up on this program. Can you do me a favor? Just do me, I, I know I feel like I ask the same ones all the time because I go, I'll ask the ones that I've seen before and then we'll get to the ones that I don't ask all the time, but then I enjoy the ones that I, I, I enjoy the Merle Schindler. Look. I'm just it's the same as Bernie Sanders, except I'm enjoying my food. <laughs> Wait, now Bernie, do Ber- Bernie do? Look, a- I'm a, I'm a, look, I'm a study of Vermont, the top ten percent of the top one percent. I think that we could get together and make something fantastic happen, like we can elect Fleetwood Mac to the United States Senate. <laughs> <laughs> they do, you do, they do them too. Let me hear yours, yours, the audience, one percent of. <laughs> I have not. They got. They've got the nasal thing right. I have not blown my nose since the first Iraq War in protest. <laughs> and you do. They do. You do. Ray Romano, right? Deborah. Now, when you isn't that crazy? How good that is. I like mean, that, I mean, it's like he's in the room. <laughs> Deborah, I have a question for you. Oh, so uh, Merle Schindler, um, I, sure. ask, I just want to ask you a few questions. Well, here we are at the Biltmore Hotel. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you. Well, it's like you've met me before. You didn't remember me because I was covered in pickles. <laughs> what situation would he have been covered in pickles? But it happens. I'll tell you, New Year's or anywhere in January, February, March, April, or May. <laughs> You, I, you, uh, you wrote a new book. It's called uh, Your Favorite Fast Food Places, which I would have never expected you to put out a book well, sure. like that. My favorite fast food places, and I just got the fun. The book starts with, well, I'll just go talking about the restaurants, and by the end of it, I've just spilled food on every page. <laughs> What's your favorite fast food? I even food? ate some of the last pages of the back <laughs> cover. What's your favorite fast food place? My favorite fast food. Yeah, what's your favorite fast food? Little, little, really favorite fast food. Boom. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't hear you. I like, well, there's a wonderful new place. It's the west side of downtown. Bickle's, Bickle's Street on Wilshire Boulevard. It's called Plan... Uh, what is it called? A little burger joint over there? It's like a plan... Plan check! It's delicious. succulent. They've got lobstery, oniony, raspberry fried oh. chicken. Do you like stuffed food, Merle? Well, sure. If it's not stuffed, I'm not stuffing it in. <laughs> Why do you have to take one good food and then stuff another food in it? Well, I because you don't want to get bored. What, are you eating at mom's house? You want to go out? You're going out of the town? You want something stuffed inside of something that's Where's the best French fries? The best French fries? Yes. Oddly enough, Dairy Queen. Oh, really? 
Why Dairy Queen? Dairy Queen? Because she's a dominatrix. She forces them down your throat. Have you ever look? Have you ever looked up I'm with blizzard? Off. With blizzard? With bliz, liquid blizzard coming out of tears of your eyes? You're crying, Dairy Queen, because you go, please, just no more. She's stuffing French fries in your throat. That is true. Yum. <laughs> it's savory and it's also sweet. Turn the lights out. Can you turn the stage Honestly, lights out? Honestly, comedy is better when there's nothing to see. Can you turn the spotlights out completely? I want to make pretend we're at home and you're listening at home. I think it might be fun. Can you turn the lights completely out back there at the, at the sound? How, how much time do we have? That's the main thing. You that'll were lit two hours ago. No, that'll help me pace. We probably do have to go in for the close. Um, how much, what time is it right now? We started, what time? It's nine o'clock. And what time did we start? At 8.15? 8.15, so we'll go to like, what, 9.15? You did a tight five for 30 minutes. What do we go to? I wanna, I, let me tell you something. It's not like I, I could do long, I could do short, where there's a party to get to. So we'll do, like a half, we'll do like a half an hour going for the close. Is that cool? Yeah. That's not what I wanted. No, no, no. I wanted like, yeah. Excuse me, ma'am. I have a chartered biplane taking off from LaGuardia Airport. And my taxi has fallen in the East River. <laughs> I, I called the services of your ambulance company and they threw spaghetti in my face. <laughs> uh, sir, I'm sorry, we can't get... Picture this a glass. glass <laughs> yeah. Sir, if you don't have a driver's license, we can't give you your car. I don't understand why you're behind that thick plexiglass. I'm not trying to rob you. Sir. I'm trying to make my flight to LaGuardia. Sir, if you That's don't... That's right. I'm boarding a flight at LaGuardia to then fly back to LaGuardia. Sir, and I'm you, late. Who are you talking to? <laughs> why are you talking over there? Well, you never know where there might be a fourth wall that I'm breaking. <laughs> How about that, Aristotle? Coming in, ladies and gentlemen. That. We love you, Aristotle. Yes, we do. We love you, Aristotle. It's true. When you're not near us. Hey, Todd, it's Libby. Yeah. Libby? Yeah, Todd, how are you doing? I just thought I would call. I was just in this lounge with this Ronald Biltmore. He's a pistol. Oh, no, Libby, Libby, stay, Libby, 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 stay away from him. I can't, how can I stay away with, with a, with a, no, Libby, with a Libby, torso Libby. that was chiseled from marble like a Greek god? Libby, this... Oh, Shedler, I've got a very important question. Are you single or do you like food? Libby, I know you and... and by the way, I know it's amicable and I love it. You and Lionel separated. I get it. I know I know you were afraid to tell me. But listen, I know that you're... You, you, this, that guy's crazy. Todd, I just, you know, Lionel are just taking a break and I... We're just finding our own spaces. So this guy that you said you saw, what does he look like again? He looked amazing. He was one of the most beautiful men I've ever seen. Face chiseled out of, out of heartache. Was he in sh <laughs> I think I know who she's talking about. Libby. Women love power. 
particularly 40,000 watts. <laughs> you know the problem with this? It's not that much of an exaggeration. That's what. You know what's ironic? That's why is that I'm not enough cool enough to even go to a Metallica concert. Exactly. I drive around trying to that's a song, by the way, am I right? If I did that, people would think I was crazy. Rubber biscuit, I'm talking about. That is so good. You got act like you're singing. No, no, no. I tell you something? I love you now. I tell you what, I would I would hang out with you, Tom, but I got this old gal up in the lounge, Libby or something. She is a hot chicken, I gotta tell you that. Dump that bitch! <laughs> we don't use that word. We Try, don't use that word. Here. I've got 10 things that I could possibly say. Andy Kindler! What's wrong? Hey, what's wrong? Hey, what's wrong, folks? Did I not get the rights to the Metallica MP3? <laughs> What is, what, is, what is my Napster material suspended? Hmm? Hey, should I move on to my BitTorrent chunk? <laughs> oh. uh, do a little, uh, I feel like I'm t like a toy. Here we are at the Biltmore, folks. I wish they built less. Am I wrong? Andy with drums works, doesn't it? With the with the boom booms. Yeah. <laughs> like do Andy and then do the boom booms. Wait, wait, say, hey, hey, Buster Keaton. You know what they do? It's the comedy legends. Hey, Buster Keaton, turn the train around. <laughs> Keep Richard, Richard Pryor? How about Richard Previous? <laughs> 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 Hey, Louis C.K., why don't you workshop the list? How about Louis D.M.? <laughs> do, uh, do you hate when people just, no, fire off. I do them. I don't do impersonations, but if I did, if people wanted them, I'd do them. I wouldn't fuck around. And you're good like that. You don't go, you do it. I ask you, you do it. You want me to be a guy who's like, uh, yeah, I'm not. You don't want to cool, do it? I'm too cool for yeah, all this. Would you mind doing uh, Eddie Pepitone? I, I don't, don't do that anymore. Oh, you don't do him anymore? Yeah. No, I don't do Eddie Pepitone oh, anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that... Not since Eddie Pepitone joined the army. <laughs> Wouldn't that be beautiful? Like Elvis. <laughs> 
You want to hear something nice? Talk about a good way to start the day. I start every day like this. Eddie sang it. Some of our listener, one of our listeners put music to it. And every day I start the day and I play this. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a lively day in this beauty wood. A neighborly day for a Never watched Mr. Rogers. No. <laughs> I didn't watch the show. I live next door to Mr. Rogers. He looks suspicious. My wife always caught him leaving and exiting and coming back, taking his shoes on and off. What kind of pervert? He had a trolley to a secret land. That is John Brand Wagner, ladies and gentlemen. Remember that face. We can see him at the comedy community. Treat him with some love and respect. Um, there you go. You happy? Thank you. Well, he told me. He goes, you know. Um, how have you been? Me? Yeah. Oh, fine. How's, uh, are you in a relationship? Yes. With a girl? I Weirdo. I... I have he a boyfriend. He lays down with men, isn't that? I have a boyfriend. Wow, well, that's not what I heard. You know what? He's not here tonight because he's fucking other guys. <laughs> and you brag about it? Still, I'm lucky to be with him. I let it happen. <laughs> Why? Because he's it's that like, hot. Oh, <laughs> wow. Well, I'm happy. For I get you. him one day a week, and I get to call him my boyfriend. <laughs> well, I think you deserve better Sometimes than that. Sometimes he skips a week, and they pile up. Can I tell you, I think you deserve better than that. We've actually never had sex. He owes me. <laughs> That's Eric Calver. I know he has some friends in the audience, so I try to throw some love. Um, wow. Thank you, Aristotle. Eric, how you doing over there? I, I thought we were going to do one of our serious shows tonight. Yes. <laughs> That's why I got this podium. I was prepared to debate somebody. Isn't this the best? We're bringing that everywhere we go. <laughs> Because I think it's the way, well, it looks like the show is doing okay. You know, how could he hire all these people? Ugh, not it does funny. Look like a good point. Everything I want to be hysterical that I say. And I need help. O H L S E N Eric. Tweet him if he doesn't post the stuff. Listen, can I do a podium bit? Yes, Cody Woods, ladies and gentlemen. Sure, Cody. Look, my brothers and sisters. I agree with some of the riffs on the Todd Glass show, but I think that it's time to break up the big Todd Glass podcast because the Todd Glass show controls the top 1% of the top 10% of the bottom 99% of all of the podcast. James, you want to have fun? Go over there and conduct. Can I show you something and then you'll do it because I think you'll have fun with it? Look, all I can do is take chances, folks. That's all I've ever done. Sorry, I'll be walking. Do we have some walking music? 
how are you? Are you John Brand Wagner? Here we go. Watch this. This is a conductor that makes more of it. It's going to work. I swear to God, it's not a failure. It's already failed, but it's going to work because I decided it. This is a conductor that he makes a bigger deal about his show than the show that he's about. Like, the main star is over there. So this is quick, don't worry. No, don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. If you, but it's bad. It's a bad stage picture from standing around no, right next isn't. to you. How about this? That's like... <laughs> is anyone getting pictures? Is Troy, are you getting pictures? Are you talking to your dog on the phone? Troy Conrad <laughs> met a dog. He told me he met a dog at the park. I go, what do you mean you met a dog at the park? Did you hook Eight. up with the dog? He goes, no, we met. We hit it off. Is Troy That's... taking pictures? Yes, Troy. This is how you make a show look better on the comedy blog than it was in real Watch, life. Ready? Everybody here, have a big, big laugh. Oh, here we go. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to these assholes. <laughs> Hold on. Come over here. Here we go. Oh. Let's get a good picture. Aristotle, come over. He's right. Whoa. He's right. This will be Troy. Are you ready with your wide-angle lens? That's all he talks about. Okay, here we go. Come on over here. Come on over here, folks. Over here. Over here. Come on. Over here. What the hell? Trying These to. These are the pictures that'll really? end up on the board. Here we go. Ready? Am I laughing? laughing? Yeah. What? Ah! <laughs> 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 Did you get the crowd? Get the crowd. Get some of those. Yeah, you're laughing so hard, Troy. Turn around. Can you get a few of the crowd? Like it's absurd. You can't take it anymore. You're, you're like fucking dying. Excuse me, ma'am. Please get off the stage, sir. <laughs> Folks, these and other classic Todd Glass show bits are available in this Time Life collection. <laughs> and they're all perfectly sized to be immediately inserted into your shredder as soon as you... <laughs> Uh, Todd Glass will do his famous conductor bit. <laughs> and other almost funny classics. Hell, at first I was afraid. That's it. Hey, Todd. Todd, yes. because uh, it was such a hit last year, we wanted to surprise you again with a special guest. Your yeah. mother! Your mom's here! <laughs> Oh my God, Todd, I'm so proud of you. Look at you here at the Hollywood, at the Hollywood, at the Fillmore. There's, oh my God, look at you, you've grown. You're making me look bad. This is my mom, ladies and gentlemen, I'm young. Hi, I'm so. This is my mom, I'm young. I'm so wow. proud of you, but in a way that kind of undermines your self-esteem because you can never be good enough to uh, meet the standard that I set for you. Oh, well, you know what? I love you. I'm so glad you... I can't believe you're my mom and you're here. I'm young. I can't believe I'm your mom either because this accent, fuck me. <laughs> what accent do you have? Oh, so, sort of Australian. <laughs> well, a little bit. Well, I grew up... I did grow up an Australian, so and maybe I did... Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sweating. I am going to go and sit back in the audience... Uh, uh, this like is my mom, mom, ladies and gentlemen. I swear to God. I swear to God. I swear to God. That's my mom. I'm young. Troy, thank you. Thank you. It deserved it. I like to have Troy here because he sets the gauge on... <laughs> what do I uh, work it. with this? Whatever. Thank you. He's applauding because you threatened his life before the show. 
I had to take the case. <laughs> it was the Todd Glass Show. I got a call from the Biltmore Hotel. They said he went on around 8, so I knew to roll up about 10.30 and he'd be about half done. <laughs> he was killing all right, and I mean off stage, not on. I took a cab. It was yellow, and I mean it was a coward. They didn't want to get anywhere near the kind of scene I was driving into. What was it? There was something crawling on the back of the stage, stealing focus. <laughs> Turns out it was a false alarm. Anyway, just filing the report as I always do. I'm going to get drunk now. Hold on. Aristotle, can you bring that over here? I want to, I know, sometimes you just have to be okay with chaos and embrace it. And that's what I'm doing because I'm having a great time. And they said in San Antonio, if I'm having a good time, they're having a good time. So uh, this is a bubble just machine. Just when I thought the case was so, cold, the lead got warm again. Uh, so anyway, we're going to, uh, let's see, who would, let me take a look. Who, does anybody want it? He was trying to move it? on because I got to the heart of the case. Okay, uh, uh, you know what? Um, uh, I, I, it seems stupid. Come on over here, and then after the show, we'll sign it, and you can have it. I'll tell you why I'm giving it away, because we got a new, bigger bubble machine, not to brag. Oh, wow, look at me. I have a budget for a whole new bubble machine. Whoa. He was covering his tracks. He was covering his tracks with a lot of hooey, and I am not, and I'm not just blowing bubbles. So you can't. Uh, I, I never know how to do. As much as I do this podcast, I still get to these moments of like, oh, how do you host? How do you tell someone come get your bubble machine? Like, you know, I don't know. Hey, there's your bubble machine. Take it. It sounds cold. <laughs> so, oh, I have to use the mic. I'm sorry. Thank you, Aristotle. So there's your bubble machine, uh, uh, and do you, you, you may you it, may have Todd? it and return to your seat. <laughs> See, it sounded mean, but you don't know. She might linger around. She might be a lunatic. She fell for it. You know, 24 you. hours later, they find her drowned in bubbles. <laughs> that was no bubble machine. Thank you. I couldn't have given it to a better person. And we'll sign it afterwards, if you'd like. You want it all to sign it? Yeah. $100. Oh. <laughs> what? It's worth it. You no, no. Give me 50. I don't give a shit. Give me 20. Fuck Look, it. I'll sign the bubble. Give Graham five bucks. Give me a dollar. You know what? Take it. If you want to be like that. I mean, if you don't want to be like that, you don't have to be like that. You know, if you want to go on a bubble diet. Oh, you're on a bubble diet, Earl? A bubble diet. Sure. You get little tiny veals and you put them in bubbles. Uh -oh. They pop, you don't get to eat them. That's a rare case of a rim shot with no laugh from the room. <laughs> It was beautiful, though. That's the thing about this. Oh, you ain't getting out of here. Uh, it's coming We're not down. getting out of here. You ain't getting out of here, folks. We're stuck. Okay, let me explain what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. If I could have your attention, we have rooms for everybody. The festival has paid for rooms for everybody. You're not getting out of it's here. It's this room. The, the main bridge is broke down on La Cienica. The Fairview. Hold on, I'm going to go outside and see if I can shut the barn down. No! Oh, the barn. John, John! You're going to get John! I'm gonna shut the far Todd, the flap. Todd, I'm gonna have to flap. Do I'm it. gonna shut the flap on the no. barn door. No. Let me, let me. See that? That's good acting. You ain't getting out of oh here. Oh my God! You look, ain't getting out of here. Look, the wicked witch and the cowardly lion are floating by the uh. window. Let's not bother with them. It sounds like a lot of trouble. <laughs> and then you wake up the next morning, and they're just all the characters from The Wizard of Oz are strewn around dead. 
the scarecrow, the tin man, the cowardly lion, all the munchkins with like pickup trucks on them and stuff. Uh, wait, where, where would this happen? In the land of munchkins. Oh. The Wizard of Oz was unable to stop a powerful tornado. I do impersonations too, you know. I do an impersonation. You're leaving. Are you going to leave your podcast to your trusted conciliary? That's exactly what Rich Little used to do. When he did his impression of Jimmy Carter. Todd's got wads of paper in his sheets. Now you look like an adorable little doughboy. <laughs> you, now you just want to pinch his cheeks. He looks so cute. Oh, mama song. Oh, look how cute he is, Diane. Mama song. I'm doing presentation. You ain't doing. I bring the fire over the hole and blow the books. You never know what hit you. Mama song. Mama song. I guess we can all do it, right? Oh, my God. A song, mama song. That's right. Wow. There you go. Do we have that? Do we have stop the bit? Run, run, run. Do run from the bit? That's a fun. Run, 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 run from the bit. Run, 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 run from the bit. Okay, now I gotta say, we gotta say goodnight. That's how quick it goes. That's amazing. We're going for the close. We got like 10, 15 minutes. You ungrateful bastards! You had a, you had the minimum number of laughs. Some people write books. Some people tell jokes. When night turns into night, when drinks turn into drunks, the table starts to and the titties start to twitter. Tight glasses in town. Why do I have to go over here to sing a song? Because he has mania about stage pictures. It's Todd with those problems. It's like watching a man not trained to drive a locomotive get in the train anyway and take it up the hill on the Doc Glass Show. Barrel Schindler. Well, don't fool. You know, folks, if you're not happy, we have little pumpkins outside. They're all filled with beef. <laughs> you know, trick-or-treat, Halloween is coming up. Trick-or-treat has come to my house, and they say trick-or-treat. And I say, how about a nice glass of iced beef? Wait, 
What about Chris Matthews? Oh yeah, can you come up? Can you do that? I just want to jam. Well, them all sure, in. I do. I know what people want. They're listening to our show on the train. A lot of people. I've gotten the emails, and they need. Uh, uh, is it breaking news? Do we have any breaking news? Can we turn his phone way up? John, it's Chris Matthews. I'm calling you from the Amtrak train, the Acela train. Hey, Chris. Good to have you on the air. What's going on? John, we're in Baltimore. The train. Taking a train from New York back to D.C. Big news, breaking news. What's going on? Breaking news? Breaking news. I broke the train. I derailed the train by having a wrong opinion at a very loud volume. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Trump's gonna come down. What do you think Trump's gonna Russia? Trump, Russia? <laughs> it's not that far off. I love it. It's not that far off, but you'd think <laughs> that people would be on board for a little bit more than they seem to be big. <laughs> I got you. It sounds like I got you, but I'm not. The, the laughs aren't coming through the phone. Maybe it's the connection. <laughs> Keep going. What? Wait. Look, what do you want to talk? What do you want to talk? Wait, wait. What were you talking about? Gary Hart? 1984, Gary Hart, he cried, he broke down pussy, didn't win president. Do the thing where you Predictions. go. Predictions, what's the game? Me, you, you. What's the game? Let's side coaching. I went to the groundlings. Go ahead, tell me while I'm on stage. <laughs> Do the, no, yeah, Chris what? Matthews took class at the groundlings, you know that? <laughs> Do the thing where he uh, he tries to put me in the corner. You oh you're for non. Okay okay. Todd Glass. You take Todd one Glass. side or the other. Todd Glass comes down to the repeal of the ACA, Obamacare. Where do you come down? Obamacare, no Obamacare. Well, that's a, an involved you're question. Senator, you're sitting senator for you representing the state of Todd Glass. Where do you come down? Obamacare, pro con. Well, that's a difficult question. It's a difficult. So it sounds like you're dodging question. What are you going to say? What are you, you trying to skid away? I've never heard a bigger silence than still a, <laughs> people pretending that it was still a show. Oh, you can't hear us? Wow, shut the music off. You mean it's muffled? That's the bit, though. I have to stand by it because you hear about 40% or 30 of what he's saying, but that's enough for me to make it work. Isn't that funny? But I'm being honest, never, and also I think... You can never underestimate Todd Glass's uh, ability to just brute force tell the audience it was funny where it wasn't. No, no, no. Well, I think that's great. I'm defending you, but here's what I will say. I think the problem was that it was just a stage picture with the phone over here. It's not funny, but here's where the laughs are. Because it opens up the face audio-wise, and then the shout really lands on the the room. It was okay. just a stage picture problem, folks. We fixed it. Democracy, New Hampshire. <laughs> I can't, I've never seen a turnaround like that. I've never seen a turnaround like that since Hillary Clinton being a the California primary. Uh, you know what? It's you know what it's like not to know what like I don't know what's going on, but I know enough. So um, that sounds like Lyndon Johnson is waiting days in the White House. Oh, Where are you coming down to Linda with Linda Johnson? Vietnam War. Get in your network, come crack it down. Are you coming Vietnam against Vietnam? <laughs> Fifty years after the fact, Vietnam War pro con. <laughs> I was for it, and I tried to cover that up. That's actually my interference. This is Can I ask you a question? Isn't Trump doing a better job than you thought, honestly? <laughs> well, I really thought I was going to be angry every day. Um, but anyway, uh, so we got to say goodbye. Okay, can, well... But can I tell you something else? Look, I no, got no, a few stop. more minutes on my calling can, card. Oh, I'm calling you on a calling <laughs> oh, card. Oh, sorry. 
Can I ask you a question? Let me ask you a question. Though. I, I don't look. Maybe I have a sickness. Maybe I'm ill. So let me. I'm ill. I shouldn't stop and ask this. But with the bit with the voice, um, I thought uh, genuinely applaud if you're going. No, you only heard about forty percent of what he was saying. But that works for the bit. How many people? Th- right. Right. Yeah. But, and I'm not, not trying to start an argument or anything, but you All right, were... that's a scientific poll. We got 40% of the audience saying it wasn't funny, but it would have been other circumstances. What does Quinnipiac come in at? 42%. The numbers are a little bit off. It's an outlier. Quinnipiac poll comes in and says 42% says funny. 30% undecided. We, we got get... red states or orange states. We got blue states. We're going to mix them together and see what kind of states, a state salad. We got a state salad. Look at the little mix it up. You remember, the, you remember the color kittens? The color kittens, the little golden book, the color kittens? They got a bunch of colors they painted around it, so they do red states, blue states. It didn't work, left side, right side, it works. Color kittens, golden book. <laughs> little golden book, you know what I'm talking about, the train that could, little train that could, he got there, his cell train, honk, honk. Well, listen, I want to... <laughs> I want to thank a few people, and then we'll, we'll... I want you to close. I think we could do a fun song, and, and it'd be a great way to close the show. But I always feel better if I say this. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Like, this doesn't get put together easy. I know it tr- switched from one place to another, and sometimes you go, I, I like this about the old place, but I like this about the new place. But no matter what, every year I feel like they do... You know, they're always... They, they're always like, the, what's great, they keep, and then next year they'll be like, oh, let's change that. If there's something you go, I wish it would have been this way next year, the odds are next year will be like, holy fuck, look, they hey, fixed Todd. that. So it's very... Todd? Yeah. So it's, anyway... It's me, your son. <laughs> it's Eric. Oh, hi. Eric Glass. Hello, Eric So Glass. lonely since mom died. <laughs> now, why make a sad bit? <laughs> no, my mom... Uh, no, did... but you're helping me learn how to, you know, get into life and enjoy things again. Um, just because I get to listen to your podcast live. Well, thank you for I calling. I think you should wrap it up. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> Um, so anyway, thank you. Uh, there's so many people. You know, there's a lot of people, but they're all really awesome. And I don't want to say one name because then I'll forget another name. I have some friends I over mean, from Graham, school. We're smoking what? cigarettes. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so, uh, so, you know, that's, uh, that's all we got. So, uh, so thank you. And um, let's go to the after party and enjoy it. You know, go soak it in. Soak each other in. Soak the shit out of each other, right? <laughs> Go down there. If there's music, hey, maybe they'll bring your drums down there. If we promise to get 100 in tips, maybe you guys can play down there along with the music. It sounds pretty good. Hey, so. Dad? So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's Jonathan, ladies and gentlemen, on tambourine. That's, I fluff up the band. It's a good trick, right? I, on the road, no one knows. They're like, wait, only two of those guys play? I'm like, yep, nobody fucking knows. And, uh, and that's uh, Cody Wood down there on uh, lead tambourine. And what I didn't have time, and that's, uh, that is uh, Joe McKenzie, ladies and gentlemen, right there, Joe McKenzie. And that's Aaron Simon right over there. And Give it up for Humphrey Dumpton. And that's Eric Calver right over there playing drums. That's John Brand Wagner, everybody. Don't forget him. He's great. He's the best thing that ever happened to this show. That's Eric Olson, Thanks. everybody. That's Aristotle, who's the first best thing that ever happened to this show. Seriously, to George Carlin, they're both pretty fucking great, you know? And Thank that's you. James Adomian. We're not right, done boss. yet. Thank you very much. So, uh... And by the way, I didn't get to talk about my teachers tonight, who I think you guys know as much as I do mean a lot to me, and I wanted to tell the story, but well, you know my teachers, right?
It looks like you're fucking reading them off of a, a piece of paper. No, Todd, we're not reading it off a piece of paper. These teachers are as much a part of our lives as they are a part of your lives. Okay, all right. I thought they were reading it off a piece of paper. I really did. And don't underestimate my pure, uh, my love for you people. You're adorable, right? You're adults, but you're adorable. And there's some not adults. <laughs> it's a fun show. Sure, I make sounds of zippers coming down. Because that's what I do. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Oh, okay. <laughs> One final question. Yes. I've been locked out of my apartment that I pay for in duly earned American dollars. <laughs> and I've got a trench coat stitched together from hopes and dreams and patches of old tires. And I'm here because as a veteran, I object to the fact that Fifth Avenue has now become Sixth Avenue. And I've got cuckoo birds flying around my brain and there's nothing to drink here but tablecloths. Speaking, and we are closing, just know that in your hearts. Uh, speaking of closings, our, uh, th this Eric Calver is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, but I want to talk about this in a serious way. Not like we go, oh, that person's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. He literally is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. He has a bag and he carries it around. We're like, why do you have all those Cocoa Puffs? He goes, I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And I thought, you know, I thought that, is that a real thing? He goes, yeah, it's hard to talk about, but he goes, I don't like Cocoa Puffs, but I'm cuckoo for them. So he's really cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Nobody can play the drums. Quite like Eric so here's Calvert. the way. Thank you. I thought this would be a great way to end the show. And we have, we honestly, we have not. The thing that we said we weren't going to do, we're going to do it. The thing I said I wasn't going to do, we're going to do. The thing I said we weren't going to do, we're going to do. You're not going to do the bit? You decided, no, don't do the bit where you switch papers around and act like we're not going to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're not, we're not going to. Wait, do you know which one of the 500 bits I could be talking about at any time? No. Is happening no. at the moment? No. Why do you know what's going no. on? No. There was the reading the Pete teacher bit and this. That's it. Okay. Okay. So the bit, okay. So it's a bit we do on the road, so it makes people think we're doing like an ad lib. How professional. Doesn't that look great? Hey, you know that bit we said we weren't going to do? We're going to do it. We're going to close with it. We're going to close. And then you come back and act like this is going on over here. But meanwhile, over there, they're like, that's where the show is. Look at these fucking guys hustling to get his shit done. So let's close with these a song. These classic interstitial bits are on their own CD available. So Todd go over. Glass interstitials, only available on okay. CD-ROM. I'm sorry, I don't have time. To immediately be broken so in half upon I'm reception <laughs> at your home. I'm sorry, I don't have time to laugh. But it's very funny, I swear to George Carlin. But I don't have time to laugh because I have to set up the closer. So I know it's gonna be hard. Hey, how about if we close with a little Creedence Clearwater, everybody? With no rehearsal to George Carlin. Let's see how they can do it. Some reverb in his voice, please.
Swear to God. It's you I like. It's not the things you wear, not the way you do your hair, but it's you I like. The way you are right now, the way down deep inside you, not the things that hide you. Not your toys, they're just beside you But it's you I like Every part of you Your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember Even when you're feeling blue That it's you I like, it's you yourself it's you, it's you, it's you I like. Nerdist.com